Welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for the Bad Batch. My name is Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ed. Yo. How you doing today, buddy? I am well. I'm actually rested. This episode, <laughs> right? Am I right? Dude. Hell yeah. Matt. Okay, I, I I can't say anything right now. Just, yes or no? Right this episode, yes or no? Bruh. <laughs> Bruh, I like it. Bruh. Okay. And Noma. Hello there. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Is that a bra moment for you as well? This was... You know what? This one was one of the best fillers we've seen this season. I'll say that okay. for this episode. Fair enough. All right, Ed, you want to let the listeners know what episode of The Bad Batch we are covering today if they did not read the episode image or the title of this episode? I'm glad if you haven't, you're just going in. That shows a lot of loyalty, and I appreciate it. Dedication. Uh, <laughs> but today, we are discussing the events of The Bad Batch episode 10, Common Ground. So while we go over this episode, we're going to talk about what happened, you know, if anything in this episode may have an impact on what may happen in the future, and if we did spot any Easter eggs, how many we found and what they were but if we mention something or forget to mention something that you found interesting or you didn't see and you wanted to know more about you can always get in contact with us there's many ways to get in contact with us um no one's got a whole list ready to go for you of ways you can contact us but definitely 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 reach out if there's something you want to say yeah we would love to hear from you guys and you know get your feedback or you know your own opinions on what you think of this episode so if you want to contact us there's a whole bunch of ways to do that one of the easiest is our website which is voiceoftheforce.com we've also got an email which is a voiceoftheforce at gmail.com we're also on social media you can find us there on twitter and instagram and that is at voiceforcepod for our handle Retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets really helps with our growing listener base and is very much appreciated. And as always, you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. As we always like to say, reviewing us with five stars and a comment helps with visibility. And you can follow or subscribe for free, whichever one is free, for the latest episode as soon as it releases. Thank you, Noma. Um, and the one thing I just wanted to say was looking at our uh, statistics for the podcast, uh, we've had a good influx of listeners recently. So thank you for coming to the podcast and listening to all the different types of episodes we've been doing with the Bad Batch and um, all the Temple Archive stuff that we've been covering for the High Republic. Really do appreciate it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. This is your spoiler warning for this episode, which is episode 10, Common Ground. And if you have not listened or watched the episode yet, Probably a good idea to do that now because we're going to go through the entirety of this episode and uh, leave nothing out that we can remember. And then we're going to talk about it in full detail of, you know, what other episodes that we've covered, things that might happen in the future, that kind of stuff, like Ed said. So this is your last warning. All mm-hmm. right, Noma. You want to get into a synopsis here for episode 10, Common Ground? Nah, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Voice of the Forest podcast. Yeah, let's get started. So, we open this episode on the planet Raxus, as we find out, where the Empire is, you know, starting to put down its tyrannical fist, and basically they have announced that 
because this is, as we learn, the original Separatist home world, or you know, the the planet that the Separatists were using as their base of operations, they're basically saying, "Hey, we need to stamp out insurrection and disobedience, so we're putting a curfew in place." And your senator, uh, totally not a mouthpiece puppet, is here to tell you how you should all obey the Empire, and. Uh, the senator has a change of heart halfway through the speech and basically ends up saying, no, we need to fight this oppression. We need to stand together. And he gets dragged away as the Imperial captain is like, all right, well, uh, time to break up the crowd. And they bring in ATTEs to kind of disperse, forcibly disperse the crowd, which then kind of immediately shifts back to Sid's cafe bar. I actually don't know. I assume it's a bar. But yeah, it kind of shifts back to there because... The protocol droid of the senator basically calls for help and sends this job to Sid, who then sends it back to the Bad Batch as they're coming back from, you know, their last escapade. And uh, we get a little bit of an interesting kind of clash of ideology here because Echo is immediately against the idea of helping a, a former separatist, which makes sense, right? They spent, they've spent the entirety of their lives up until the past few weeks ago fighting the separatists, but... You know, Sid kind of points out, hey, you guys still owe me a ton of money. You know, this will help pay off the debt. Get to it. And Hunter also kind of goes, you know, this is an Empire stronghold now. We're not bringing Omega there after all the stuff that we just went through. So Hunter decides to leave Omega behind. She's not happy about that. But he basically just says, like, you look, if you're part of the squad, you should know how to follow orders. So follow orders. Stay here for now. And Sid will look after you while we're doing this. So they head off while uh, Sid takes care of a moping Omega. And yeah, from there, we kind of just jump straight to Raxus, where uh, the Bad Batch lands and they're met with GS-8. And again, immediately suspicious where they're going like, how do we know you're not setting us up? How do you know you're not just going to, you know, turn us over to the Separatists, which doesn't really make sense anymore. But I, you know, again, this is what, they're working for the enemy that they were fighting up until very recently. So it doesn't make sense. And while they start their infiltration of the Senator's palace, which is now heavily guarded and he's basically under, they don't really ever say it. He's basically under house arrest, but it's even worse than house arrest considering what's happening in there. Is it, like his, his, his place has been occupied basically. Yeah. He's yeah. under occupation. Yeah. It's, it's a very much a lockdown. Um, so at that same time, we kind of jump back to Sid's bar and, uh, <laughs> Sid kind of gives Omega one of the worst pep talks I've ever seen enough that the <laughs> Authorian and the weak way who are there both kind of like shake their head and like, what are you doing, Sid? And, uh, yeah, she, she just kind of goes, she basically goes up to Omega and is like, Hey, stop moping. Stop being a baby. If you weren't such a baby, maybe they wouldn't have left you here. And she just, Omega just goes off and sulks and says, like, uh, whatever. But, yeah, from there, we jump straight back to Raxus. And uh, the Bad Batch slowly infiltrates the palace. At one point, they use GS-8 as a distraction to get the drop on the now evil clones. And, uh, yeah, they they get in pretty easily, which makes sense, considering, you know, they were special forces. This was their entire job up until then. And they basically get to the the they get to the senator right as he's about to start being interrogated slash tortured by the empire, and uh, they start to kind of make their way out and try to figure out how to escape. But unfortunately, uh, basically as they take out the captain, she activates her comm link, so the empire now knows that they're there as they're trying to make their escape, and. Uh, 
Yeah, basically, at the same time, a little bit before they get caught, again, swapping back to Sid, Sid's place, and we learn that Omega is really good at, at uh, Dejeric. Well, at least good enough that she basically catches a mistake that Sid's about to make. Sid ignores or makes the mistake. And Omega's like, yeah, I told you you shouldn't have done that. So Sid's like, all right, well, what would you have done? And then Omega actually wins the game. And so Sid immediately gets the money symbols in her eyes and is like, hey, how would you like to make some money this way? Mm -hmm. And uh, we get a funny moment where Omega starts haggling over what their cut's going to be. But uh, yeah, so from there, once again, back to Rax's. And uh, they basically make it to the roof and manage to hijack an ATTE and try to make their getaway. But there's two other ATTEs there. And we get a nice little nod to old ATTE lore, as far as I know. I, I don't remember seeing this in Clone Wars. But the fact that ATTEs are both tanks and short-range artillery, uh, yeah. as we kind of see the ATTEs uh, lobbing their shots over the building to hit uh, the Bad Batch's ATTE. And uh, yeah, it, they disable it for a little bit, so the Bad Batch has to. Hunter and uh, Wrecker are basically fighting the clones off on foot, while Tech and Echo try to repair the ATTE. Uh, they get it working again, and then the Senator basically goes like, hey, turn, turn down this alley. And Tech goes, that's a dead end. And he goes, please trust me. And they're like, yeah, all right, trusting a separatist. So they go to the, the dead end and kind of line up with the wall. And the senator's like, okay, blow open this part of the wall. There's a secret passageway. They do it, jump into that secret passageway. And then as they kind of run away, Wrecker brings down that part of the wall. And the clones are in full Empire mode now. So the ATE also shoots the Bad Batch's ATTE, which knocks it against the wall and covers up the escape tunnel so that they won't be able to get caught. Plus, then, like I said, Wrecker brings down the tunnel anyways. But, yeah, they basically make it back to the Havoc Marauder, and the senator has a little moment where he's like, what am I doing? I can't run away. I have to help these people. There's a lot of those like, moments where he's like, wait, what am I doing? And it's just like, dude, yeah, they're I'm having a, like yeah, 16 yeah. midlife crises. Let's go. Yeah, and it's, it's like, dude, you're not Mon Mothma. You're not Princess Leia. <laughs> you, can't, you can't just, like, hit the ground running and raise a rebellion on your own. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Echo has a moment where he's just like, look, live to find another day. Just get out, and then you can help your people that way. And the senator agrees. So they get in, head back to Ord Mantell. And uh, yeah, when they come back, basically, they come back as Omega is in the midst of this, like, uh, just beating everyone who's challenged her to Jarek. And so we see her uh, dueling a Pantoran, and uh, she, like, she de defeats him as well. And, You've activated uh, my trap card. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> she's she's she is becoming the king of games. Yeah, and uh... <laughs> I banish you to the shadow realm. Yeah, oh, and then... imagine I oh this show would be ten times. <laughs> you know what? Actually, Omega has blonde hair, so she could definitely be. In, but she doesn't have. But she doesn't have red and purple hair. That's true. Yeah, That's exactly. True. Right? Millennium puzzle. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. Uh, the bad bad hunter's like, what the hell? I told you to keep a low profile. What? what the heck is this and sid is basically like hey shut up she paid off your debt which was kind of funny because in the first place the debt was run up by omega and wreckers so at first at first it was yeah but i think yeah, it was so more of like the they fucked up it's, a that, job. it's that plus the tactical droid right? yeah plus the fucked so, up the job yeah. so half the debt was her problem but she paid it off fully and uh we got a funny moment where wreckers wrecker like hits uh, Hunter's shoulder as he leaves, and he's like, "Dude, what the hell? Don't be like that to Omega." Which is funny because Hunter's been the one pointing out all all of the, you know, you have to treat Omega better to Wrecker this entire time. So we get a bit of a turnaround, and we get a really nice moment at the end where Hunter, it's just Hunter and Omega, and Hunter basically goes, "Okay, 
so you say you're good at strategy. You think you're you're good enough to to stick with us for through thick and thin. All right, come over here. If you can beat me at the Jarek, then uh, you'll never get left behind again. You know. And so they sit down and they start the the Jarek game, and then the screen kind of cuts to black. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a really nice ending, uh, which was ruined by one of my thoughts, which was. I'm just kind of, I was kind of I thought to myself like can you imagine if the next episode opens with Omega crying because Hunter just kicked the shit out of her into Jarek? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, kid, you're 100 yeah. years too early. Yeah, exactly. Just it's kind of one of those like yeah, all right. You think you're good? Nah. <laughs> Let's get into this discussion. what did you think of the episode honestly i didn't think it was like quote-unquote filler at first because when we when we see raxus which wow okay i mean the force unleashed ruined that for me because all i think of the raxus is trash if that's prime what is this raxus for which actually isn't so bad right um (laughs) but man we what made this episode for me is that we got to see the empire finally like they, they're they mm-hmm. done with the, at least on raxis for good i don't know about good reason but for a reason they're just like yeah no all the rest of the universe gloves is coming off you guys you damn well know what you did everything we're dropping the hammer down here first this is gonna be our test run so we get to see all the crazy imperial doctrine come through with with quote-unquote crowd dispersal and crowd management and then we finally see a torture mm-hmm. droid brought out and it's just like yeah. did you guys were you guys like mass producing these or did you, did you <laughs> find or it's like where did you guys already have these like what's going on because we, we didn't really see these in republic era right mm-hmm. and again it's been not that long maybe like a month and a bit now maybe two so mm-hmm. seeing all that is like man you guys are rolling fast and you know what you're about okay and I really, I really thought we were going to start hearing some screams or something like that. Because mm-hmm. we, we do see torture, quote unquote, in Clone Wars. And it might, it might be just like the force choking and stuff like that. I'm specifically remembering Anakin and that, um, what do you call those weird long nose slappy guys? Uh, Toy Darius? Uh, Watto, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So we see that, right? So in this, when you see the droid, I'm just like, oh man... Like, how dark is Bad Batch really going to get? Like, we've seen some shit, but... Mm-hmm. And, of course... No, no, remember, this is this is, this is is still kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Still they kids come in at the right last second to say this. Like, I don't think I went, aww. But I know I was <laughs> close to something like that. It was like, that's... Why am I feeling this way with Bad Batch? Like, this is... It was scary to see from... Mm-hmm. Because can, can you imagine them from going, hey, get your ident card stuff. We're just going to torture you and they'll screw you. Yeah, we got to see well, the, like, the Gen I mean, 1 like uh, detention droids, which is kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I mean, it's, it's not too far-fetched to imagine that we could have actually seen the beginning of the torture, right? Because, you know, what's the what's the meme? Clone Wars is a kid's show and then just cut to all and of them. And then season <laughs> four on, they're just like, ah, oh, forget <laughs> the kids. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, seeing but, seeing it turn to this is like Something... okay elements of it that remind you that just like hey we don't forget what the empire is don't forget how it started right and i i sorry i'm not tangenting here i'm just like no, no, a cool. reference. 
um a couple days ago i saw a post where it's just like remember everybody's like oh the empire is xenophobic and all that and everything like that and it's just like okay maybe the imperials were and because they're talking about palpatine it's just like palpatine doesn't care he mm-hmm. thinks everybody is below him so th- it's not really a concept and he uses people as just useful that's why masamita is still there that's why he mm-hmm. has all these like low life people around himself who know who he truly is because it's just like they're useful to me in ways that like tarkin and thrawn and people like that will never be but they mm-hmm. all have their uses it's yeah. the Imperials and, themselves who are exactly. just like, oh, alien scum and all this and pushing humans and all that. Like, yeah. But look look at where it's starting, right? Look at the reasoning, mm-hmm. all that. Oh, oh, Raxus. It's just like, oh, it doesn't matter if half of you weren't doing anything with the war anyway. This is where it was. So we're mm-hmm. going to go full postal on this place. But we have to dress it up all nice before we actually just want to. Like, if they could pull some Warhammer shit. <laughs> and just and just rain death from space. Oh yeah, they, they would have done it. They would have immediately. And they do stuff it. like that with their star destroyers, right? So the fact that they're going through all this posturing on planet with the center remind me of Corellia with mm. um in the Old Republic at the end when you have Darth Decimus there and he's t- he's like yeah, and this guy here is going to be your prime minister and you know yeah. he's a puppet and he knows he's a puppet. So immediately as I'm watching, I'm just like oh god. Oh man! You knew that it wasn't gonna go well. No, no, you knew it wasn't. And seeing mm. that senator dude like that it was just like, as soon as he switched it, I was like, oh god, <laughs> how did you make it through this episode alive? That right. was the biggest thing, and that's where we got to see the bad bad shine. I guess so that's what they mm. wanted to point out. Um, they actually did a pretty just, good stealth mission. Like, yeah, yeah I, w- I, I was, was shocked. Always, <laughs> I was waiting for the like. Pardon if, it. If I have to the, say it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I, yeah, I was waiting for the fuck up, man. Because the only fuck up no... they had was that the captain like saw them. That's it. And like the, and well, it, it, it was that she activated her comm link as they broke in, right? Yeah, and that's small. Like, okay, yeah. Yeah, that was the point where they had to. But like, yeah, I always yeah. I figured something stupidly I'm like either Wrecker would bang his head exactly again, right? Yeah. Or Tech would start talking about nonsense, and then somebody yeah. would overhear it and then get them. Or caught. like Echo would walk into a clone trooper, or like yeah, just something where it's like for a spec ops force, you guys it, are yeah. pathetic. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. they bobbled it somehow, but no. No, it was just wow. It was so well done. I think I think they had to have a comeback like that though, especially since you know Crosshair was just hounding them and they barely got away. But they MacGyvered their way out, which was to say, oh, okay, these five these guys find Deus Ex Machina every time, which is like no, no. Like here's the skills on full display. Especially, especially when they had certain things where it's like you watch how they screwed up the mission on Corellia. Yeah, and it's like guys come on like who are you supposed to be better than this Mm -hmm. right they go they go from walking through three three aats in the first episode to getting caught by police droids and it's just like yeah so no they needed this kind of redemption to be like no look they're still a crack team yeah it's just sometimes they all their iqs all drop by 30 yeah especially since the empire has their own like special squad unit now right it's just mm. like well, if you want to show off their strengths you got to remember you got to show people that these guys still have their strengths too so mm. Mm. that was that was made for me so that yeah. again not much in the way of moving things forward like the whole sid and the omega thing was just kind of funny mm. at that time but you're not focusing on that because you want to go back to the planet and realize what the hell is happening Dude, I, I almost did a spit take during this the part where uh, Sid 
tries to give Omega a pep talk and then just ends up insulting her. And then she turns and the Weequay and Athorian are both shaking their head. You know, the like, best I, part I, is it's Sam Regal and Liam O'Brien. And I'm just like, I cannot get those two out of my head now. And no, it's like, I, I just you picture, the, I picture them just being like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> it was just like like i almost lost it because i'm like really if yeah. these two guys are being like you screwed up it's yeah. like man yeah you really fucked yeah. up i'm not expecting guy- man with the scorekeeper and everything i'm not expecting her to give like a good pedal like, well you can't do a thing what are you shit no you're yeah. trash you can't do yeah. tra- negative reinforcement when- all the way <laughs> when, when when the bar of disappointment is set at the two guys who later in that episode because they lose a degenerate game go outside to beat the shit out of yeah, each like, other you're this outside? He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah and they just fucking go i'm like this is this is this, literally a dnd the- scenario yeah. That that is the level of person you have uh, disappointed. <laughs> so I was like, that's how bad you've screwed up. So Man, they're all in Sins Bar. You think she gives a fuck? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god. It's like, remember, it's like after all that, it's just like you know, I don't have to pep talk you. You owe me money. You owe yeah. me this. You owe me. This. There's all credits involved in this. So I don't care what you have to do. Do what you have to do, and we'll be good. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, like in terms of what what we were saying before, where it's like I do see this as a filler episode because nothing really important happened. It was a you know it was a really cool episode and it was fun to see a lot of the stuff. There's small things that but, happen that can lead to bigger. Yeah, things. you know what? Like like calling it filler almost feels like it takes away from it. This is this is more formative. This is this is a foundational episode once again than filler. Because, it could be yeah, because like I could see I could see them doing something where it's like the senator becomes their in for how they join the rebellion, right? Could be. Mm-hmm. I can see something like that happening. I was thinking more like the Omega train where like she's, you know, a, str- a strategist that no one really knew about. And like she can now be like the, the Futaba of the Persona 5 group that this is, right? Like <laughs> she can be Oracle, on, she can be yeah. on the Havoc Marauder and be the Oracle, like be that Oracle person. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the doing guy all in like, the chair. Yeah, she has yeah. all the, she's gaining that tech skill, right? And she can be the one that's like, shit, you guys have guys coming down on you in the left-hand staircase there. Move to mm-hmm. the left, you know, whatever, right? And that would be cool if that yeah. becomes her, she becomes support role. I mean, that's a lot better than putting her in the thick of the action, even though, as we've seen, she can she's herself. willing to kill people. Well, she's willing to kill people. Yeah. She has now. So, but no, that is true as well. We're seeing Omega grow into the role. So, yeah. I mean, who knows? There, there's, so, there's a lot of different ways. The thing that's still interesting to me is it's like, we don't really know what the Bad Batch's path is still, right? They're, they're just now still they have an open They have an open, clear path at this moment, apart from uh, well, bounty I mean, hunters coming after them and then Crosshair. That's the only thing that's coming after yeah, them now. Like, the debt's they, been they, paid. They don't have to stick with it anymore. But they had these choices before, right? Like, they could have gone with Rex. And yes, then that would have put them on true. that path. Or, you know, they, they could have tried to figure out... Well, actually, that becomes Rex again, because I was going to say they could have... Uh, try to figure out who the who uh, the sisters were working with, but yeah. that just leads to Rex anyway. Yeah. So, um, I want to say there's a moment in the the not the heist, but like the rescue mission when they're in the hallway and there's two guards like standing there, and then Hunter's mm-hmm. like, "Okay, tech, you go and take Omega and go that way." And yeah, then yeah. Uh, he's like, um, "Omega's not here," and he's like, "And he's like, oh shit, you're right, fuck." And then the droid walks out, and yeah. then I was just like, "That I, that was a that was a heartfelt moment." I'm like, "Oh man, I love that." It. That moment with GS8, I love that moment. It's such a protocol droid moment. Oh yeah, where it's like, like I got this. The, the, well, it's it's because the first time it happens, right when when they push her out in front of the front entrance, she's freaking out. Yeah, and it's like, oh god, I don't know what to do. And then yeah, she's like, oh, this is my master's house. You need to leave. And then they run at her, and she freaks out. Yeah, but I, it, it's such a three PO moment where it she's is. like, I've done it once. Now I know how to do it. And exactly. she was like, runs around the corner, is like, I need help with instructions. Yeah, it's so good. It's, it's like, like I've been lost. You know where the uh, the like wherever this place is. 
yeah, I yeah. can't remember what it's something with an E. I can't I can't remember what her exact line is, but yeah, she basically just is a distraction so that so that they can stun the guards. Exactly. Which mm-hmm. we also kind of learn in this episode, which I don't it's weird because the lore seems to keep changing in it. EMP grenades can knock out clones now. I think yeah, well, I mean, like if you think about like human anatomy, right? Like all of our brain function is done yeah, through electrical, electronics. Right? That would make sense, but I feel like it's not as bad like it's not as good as a stun blast on a gun. Is that like shuts down your nervous system, or I guess like it just, you know, it um, fully or, knocks you out. Yeah, it, it fully like makes you unconscious. Whereas like this is just, like just kind of like a short circuit, and then you get back up, right? Like it's yeah. not a, a long term solution. It's just interesting though, because like sometimes EMP grenades don't hurt people. Yeah, and then sometimes they do. Knock yeah, I was thinking out. that too. I'm like, why did they use that? Like, like mm-hmm. why didn't they use like a, I don't know, sunblast? I mean, like, yeah, exactly. Right. Well, and then, that was another thing that kind of weirded me out was. When they're holding off the clone troopers, they're only using stun blast. And I was like, you guys have killed a lot of clones already. Mm-hmm. Why is it today yeah. that you decided you don't want to kill any? It's right? true. And like, I, I don't know if you noticed, but the DC-17 has a stun function. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Rucker's stunning people with it, which was interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to be, fair, to be fair, though, it's just like, you know what? They've been doing it so long. And then you look at it after a while, it's just like, God, how many? And it's like, mm-hmm. it's true. you know what? Are these even clones anymore? Because what's happening, they're more droid than clone. You can, yeah. you can kind of mm-hmm. do it for humane sake at this point. So if anything, they should be firing at I mean, them now. I yeah. mean, look at, like, the idea of, like, you're trying, like, yeah, you've killed enough of them that it's like, you could just keep on going. But maybe mm-hmm. it's like, you know, like, you're seeing yourself and all of these people that you're literally murdering. Like, what kind of, like, mental, like... Stress. Stress and, like... Mm. Um, susceptibility do you must have of like killing yourself uh, yeah. over it's, and over and over and over again it's just it's just a weird contrast when it's yeah. like as a joke wrecker is throwing clones Uh-oh. out of the yeah. out of the venator to their deaths and then mm. two episodes later he's stunning them it it's could be like, also like you know they're running through the town and they're not sure if there's going to be people like running through the town either so they might be taking their stun shots because they don't want to have casualties you know like yeah that's true crossfire right but- I could so, see that for a good guy perspective. Just yeah, that's uh, what just I was. That's my. I, that'd be my head cannon on this one. Like I, I can also like just when the same thing you were saying. I can see the DC 17s having a stun fu- function because it's like, you know, if you're a specialist clone squad, you might need like, that hey, function. Yeah, if it's like, hey, there, the, there's Capture hostages. Somebody. Yeah, yeah, there's hostages in this room, right? Okay, yeah. step blasters to stun. We can just shoot everything that moves. Or you know, this person's giving us a problem. It's a civilian. We need to put them down, but not kill them. Yeah, yeah. Or like you said, right? Like, it's a high-value target. Capture them with stun. Yeah. Right? But at the same time, I can see them not doing that mm-hmm. because I can see it as a, oh, look, so you want to try this, huh? Well, guess what? You can't because it's a war weapon and we have no need for stun during this. Mm-hmm. All right, now we mass-produced it. So the fact that you didn't need a stun so we can put more power into the, the killing bolts or whatever it may be. Um because we see, I think it's the DC-15s that have all those different attachments that you can do. Is it? Like okay. put the sniper and put the... It's the, yeah, it's yeah. the probably commando one, right? I thought yeah, that's yeah. what this was, isn't it? Isn't it, it the same rifle? This is the 17s, no? No, the 17 is the, the clone commando yeah, rifle. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's, that's the... I think we mentioned it before, right? Where it's like, we're waiting for Wrecker to use sniper or shotgun mode. Yeah. Oh, man. Just Wrecker with a doesn't. shotgun would be... Oh, my God. That would be def- devastating. But yeah, sorry, Ed, what were you saying before? Oh, no, that was it. Be like, yeah, if, if it's a match. For... Oh, yeah, the 15s, the little, little hand. Yeah, the, yeah, okay. yeah. 
Yeah, so never mind, because then I, I'm thinking that like if you have to have this if you have to have some sort of fight through a town or whatever like that, hey, and it's also the separatist home world, which if they can go with <laughs> like, oh, oh, PTS, oh, can't then like I don't think you're worried about firing at them around mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Even even if it doesn't occur to you about what you're doing, I don't think as soon as you hear like separatist home world, you forget there's a stun option whatsoever, all like completely. Mm-hmm. You know? Because your mentality is just like, man, this is this is this is the home. This is the base of the I, I can't take any chances here. Mm-hmm. I think you can't trust anybody there. So you know what? At that point, it's like rather you know put down and put down for good versus uh put down and maybe maybe, maybe they're okay. And I think that, I think the Bad Batch really realized in this partially in this episode was that like it wasn't shown really, but like the encounters that they had and the conversations that they had, I feel like they realized that like just because they're separatists doesn't mean they're not people. You know what I mean? Like, oh man, that, yeah. that, was, yeah, that was what I was about to say. Where it's yeah. like they got over that really quickly. But I mean, like, as you are like rescuing this person, and like he's helping you guys as well to get out of there, and like he really cares about his people. Like, that's where you see, like, okay, yes, he's you know he was part of the other side in this war, but at the same time, like, just because you're on the other side of a war doesn't make you not a person, right? Like, you are a person with feelings that you know cares for your people like deeply right it's, he was it's gonna true. sacrifice himself just, to do that it's true it was just it was surprising yeah. to me because like echo as soon as he's like oh, no, yeah. no separatists like, we're not working with separatists. separatists when they're on the havoc marauder yeah. he's like i can't believe we're working with separatists yeah when they meet gs8 he's like god separatist droids i can't believe we're doing I mean, this what did and they then, do to him right like and then well exactly right but then as soon as the, the, the senator's on board he's like yeah you're cool it's just like uh yeah. <laughs> okay what, so what are we really fast about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I wish they would have had a little bit more like interaction between Echo and him and like him challenging Echo's thoughts on like what a separatist is a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And there might have been scenes from that they didn't use or, you know, story points they might it's have not true. used, I mean, right? It, it's also a thing where exactly, right? Like if they cut that, that for episode. more action, I'm not, I can't complain too much, right? right. Which was also kind of funny because we get the ATTE chase scene. Which is like, man, that's like it's like watching two slugs race each other. Man, you know what it reminded <laughs> like me of? He chose the slowest escape vehicle. It, it reminded me world. of the uh, you playing Empire at War, like doing a ground assault, and you yeah, have like the yeah, walkers right. that are going through. Because yeah, you see like, like the different like angles forward. that they're trying to like yeah. sneak around, and you're like, this is so fucking slow, it's, but at the same time, it's amazing. When, I love it. When when you can outrun your own escape vehicle, you might want to choose something better. I mean, granted, it's yeah. armor, right? They're, yeah. they're doing it for protection, but that's no, hilarious. Where it's just like the amount of times we've seen clones run past attes yeah and you're using this to try and escape i love them like getting the attee and like taking down the other oh, yeah, one like that was amazing like that's yeah. that's the bad batch guys that's why yeah. they are the way they are right like that's you're, who and you're are. fighting them on their home turf they they work with these vehicles they know how to defeat them right? exactly mm-hmm. you're using an ad ad it might be a different story but no with attes you're done yeah the one thing that i realized the last thing i want to talk about anyway from from my uh things was uh, there's a lady named Shelby Young on Twitter, and she's like a voice mm. actor, and she's done Princess Leia in some of the shorts uh, for Forces of Destiny and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And she's the voice mm. actress for uh, Captain, Captain Briggs. Yeah. And uh, Bragg, isn't it? Bragg? Is it Captain Bragg? Yeah. yeah I'm pretty Captain sure because they say her name a couple times. Yeah. yeah Captain Bragg. Um, and so uh, she, I didn't realize it was her at first because I saw the name. I'm like, I recognize that. And mm. so today when I was on Twitter, she posted, but I'm like oh shit it is her and i'm like oh that's so cool how she got to go into um you know like a more um mainstream star wars animation from like mm-hmm. forces of destiny up to this now and having yeah a character that that honestly looks very much like her um mm-hmm. if you look at the character and her like side by side there's a lot of similarities there 
It's intentional cool. though, no? Oh, probably. It probably is. Um, but it's cool. She said she's a huge fan of the Bad Batch, and she's really excited to work on it and be the voice of Captain Bragg. So that's pretty cool. So I, I just retweeted and I said, hey, congrats on doing that. That's awesome. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Because that's I was like a, the dream. I was a little bit curious, and I, Dan, I wasn't sure if you caught this as well, but there's one person at the... Uh, there's like one Imperial citizen, or now Imperial citizen, at the... the um, what would you even call it rally announcement yeah. at the beginning and I, like he said he basically is like oh you can't you can't tell us to leave this oh, yeah, planet and i was like i was like is that travis willingham was it sounds like him i don't it sounded like him but i wasn't sure it could have not listen to it back again because or just look on the yeah. imdb because he, he probably is on there let me just look it up quick uh it doesn't seem like he has a credit for it so it could have been or could have been somebody else but yeah i'm not yeah i'm not too sure but yeah, yeah i'm He's a voice of Jaro Topal in Fallen Order. Fuck. What? Yeah, you didn't know that? I I think I did yeah, know I... that. I just forgot about it. Oh, okay. I caught that like as soon as he started talking. I was like, hey, it's Mustang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was always pissing me off. So I was <laughs> 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 hey, just like, I know how to do this. I know I understand. And then you'd fuck it up anyway and be like, oh my god, I really am. <laughs> That's fantastic. I had a lot of Fallen Order stories. Like, don't even don't even get me started. No, do man, we have any other dude, points it... for for this before we? Go on too much uh, of a tangent. Fallen Order is the best Sekiro clone I've played in a long time. There you go. <laughs> That's my point for Common Ground. No, it's about, it's about all I had. Ed, any other last points for Common Ground? I am excited to see if they do wrench up this. I'm hoping that, you know, okay, now that we've seen this little side of the Empire, don't go backwards. That's what I was going to say. If you have to go back to Kamino and you have to show them, double down on all the craziness that's been happening happening show these guys as like automata basically for the rest of the clones like um crosshairs unit if they're if he's back up to you know 110 percent now because of upgrades quote unquote oh man have this guy go not low, but you send them on a mission where they have to do something just like, against the partisans again and yeah. yeah yeah like forget flamethrower dudes bro like you start doing everything the whole mm. bad batch can do like you have hunter skills now you have you have tech's brain now you have uh record strength now, or to, to some degree maybe not mm. maybe not their full kit yeah, but, but like, like you need to be upgrade. You need to be yeah. crosshair 3.0 at this <laughs> point, you know? Like this is the moment where you can pull all this craziness and get away with mm. it because we've seen they're up to stuff. And Camino, like I want to see dark colors and storm clouds and all the things they're doing with the CG. Yeah. That needs to go. The lighting up again. in this episode, Slowly. I forgot yes. to say, the lighting yeah, no. coming through like the trees and stuff. I don't know if you. Oh yeah, I saw when the when ship, that red forest, the havoc yeah. marauder, like starts to land and like the trees that get pushed out of the way and like the branches mm. like kind of sway. Like you can see the lighting on the ship change. Oh yeah, as it's, it's landing. I'm like, oh my yeah. god. Yeah, so like that's what I'm saying. Doubled everything, everything to two hundred and ten percent for that. Mm. I want to. I want to see it. I want. I want to be just like blown away with that. So, please. And thank you. <laughs> Something that I'd mentioned from that as well that I, I remembered as well is speaking of automata, man, the clones are just completely, completely robotic at this point. They, I was actually surprised because they friendly fire each other in this episode. 
Do they? The, the, yeah, the second yeah. ATTE goes down, or the second ATTE is starting to get taken out, and the third ATTE just destroys it. Oh, shit. It just lobs, it just lobs around right into it and blows it up. I didn't realize it's like, that. Well, yeah. we, we might catch the Bad Batch in this hit. Yeah. And then, yeah, that, that's what takes down the second ATTE, and, and then it literally, the third ATTE gets it. to it yeah. and starts walking over it, and I was like, yeah. oh my god, they don't care about each other anymore. Yeah, that's crazy. It's, yeah, they're going full Empire, and I love it. it. More so, like, if the inhibitor chips are doing anything, it's, it's not that they wouldn't care about each other, it's just, like, mm. mission. It's more priority. Every time mission mode kicks yeah. in, it doesn't matter what's it's going just, on around here. It's, it's just that like good soldiers follow orders immediately, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and it's, it's something that I, I feel like they haven't said it outright yet, but I feel like the inhibitor chips have, what they've done is it's just, it's turned the clones into what they used to be in Legends, where it's like they, now, now that the chips are on, they they don't have personalities, and they are yeah, basically that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And <sighs> scary, sad, yes. Mm-hmm. For sure, but man, these are this is this is what we wanted to see, right? This is all the stuff where we're just like, yeah, yeah. Now the real, mm, I won't get into that, but like, <laughs> but you you kind of it's it also pushes that Sith doctrine, right? Because it goes from being like, dark wow, side look at how much more evil exactly. Palpatine was. Yeah, 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 it's a dark it's a dark side a little bit, and that's, yeah, you've turned these people into puppets now. Exactly, and I think that's the one thing that we've been wanting in Star Wars is that that like underground bounty hunter, seedy kind of Star Wars life, which we're getting with the Mandalorian, the Book of Boba Fett, the Bad mm-hmm. Batch, you know, Star Wars episode or season seven of Clone Wars. Like, all of this <laughs> has become to like this the next degree of like, this is the new yeah. Star Wars for now. It's 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 more nuanced, and it really shows that this is a universe that you live in. Right? Because it's normally like, it's the good, the good bad, bad, but they're in yeah. in this. There's the in the middle. Like, yeah, it's it's showing shades of gray, but it actually making sense. I, yeah. I won't get into bashing on the sequels again, but, yeah, but yes, exactly, like, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely showing sh- that nuance. Yeah, you're actually showing and explaining and going through all of that nuance, not just saying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and expecting it to be true now. All right. But yeah, no, it's good. Yeah. Awesome. So had fun with this episode. Yeah, everybody, oh, yeah. I think did. Yeah, proper. Good stuff. I'm excited to see what happens with Omega. All mm-hmm. right. With that said, guys, we're going to get into the outro. Thank you for listening through our episode and uh, listen for some extra stuff at the end here. Welcome to the outro. And uh, before I get into the very, very end, I have something to send to the boys here. And if you look in Discord, my friends... Um, this oh, picture man. I want to send you, and it's a very awesome picture, well done, of like an, a really cool Omega. I think you'll love it. It's so good. <laughs> oh my god, that is that is cursed beyond belief. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Um, <laughs> so I found that on even, Twitter. Even yeah, no, when you good. go to Camino. Jail, it works. <laughs> <laughs> Believe yes. it or not, jail. <laughs> it's cursed. But yes, okay. There's a funny picture there. Um, uh, should, yeah, should we describe what it is? Yeah, <laughs> go for good. it. Go for it, Noma. You probably have the best way to describe I, this. I can't even. Like, I thought that was Tamara Morrison at first, but I can't. It's it, Daniel Logan. It is, it is Daniel Logan. Okay, it's it's someone just took Daniel Logan's face. You use Photoshop to make it look like Omega. 
but really poorly. So like the <laughs> hair kind of looks like Omega, but it's not in the right place. And like <laughs> it's not gave, the right angle. Gave, yeah. gave the necklace a very a very creepy cut. It's just it's it's very cursed real life Omega. It's yeah. you know what it is. It's it's bad recorder Omega. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Sad recorder. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, I thought you guys would enjoy that laugh. Uh, but yes, welcome to the outro, and uh, I'll put this in the uh, episode description as well, so you can take a look at it. Um, but yeah, uh, we have, um, let me see here, the uh, end of this episode, we you know covered episode 10 of The Bad Batch, and we'll be covering episode 11 as it comes out next week, so tune in for that. Uh, Ed, do you want to let the listeners know how to contact us, if they have anything they'd like to mention about this episode? Absolutely. So if you want to catch up on older Bad Batch episodes that you haven't been able to watch, you want to just listen to listen to a synopsis about, head to uh, voiceoftheforce.com. We've got a, the voiceoftheforce.com. Yeah, we've got the last like nine episodes there. This one will be up there soon. So definitely check that out. Um, if you want to email us, like I said before, about anything that you've seen in this episode that we may not have mentioned or that you found really interesting, you can email us at voiceoftheforce@gmail.com. If you're more of a social media person, we've got Twitter, we've got Instagram. You can find us on both of those at Voice Force Pod. And if you do happen to retweet or repost any of our new episode tweets, anything that we may put out, it really helps grow in the listener base because certainly it's people that you know that might not know about us. And we really appreciate it. But listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. If you do leave a review, hopefully with five stars, and a comment as well, it really does help with visibility. So those people that you did tell or anything through those retweets, when they go looking up the uh, uh, the podcast, it'll either be like, well, hey, look at this, it's near the top. Because of all that, you know, reviewing and commenting that you've been doing, it helps with visibility. But also let you and your friends know that if you follow or subscribe for free for, for the latest episode, you will get a notification of some kind. Um, I'm not really getting notifications on Spotify unless I'm in-app. Yeah, you probably have to but, turn it on in the notification yeah, section. Yeah, because yeah. I'll go to my, my page for all that, and they'll be like, oh, okay, new episode there. But it won't just tell me on my phone. So yeah. I'm not sure how Apple Podcasts works for that. Similar idea. You have to just have the notifications on for it. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, you will get them. That, that'll be the biggest thing. Thank you, Ed. Mm-hmm. Remember... The, the mission. I'm part of the squad too. Then, following orders shouldn't be a problem. Stay close to Sid and don't leave this parlor. Got it, soldier? <sighs> yes, sir.